Welcome back to Market on Close. A little over eight minutes until the bell. Let's talk some stock picks ahead of earnings season in which the banks kick off tomorrow. Tom Plum joins us, portfolio manager of the Plum Balanced Fund. Tom, welcome back to the show. Tomorrow we've got the big banks. What do you think? Is it time to shine? Oliver, thank you for having me on a day when the market's up. <laughs> I didn't think it was me. Changing it up. Uh, well, you know, uh, listening to Jamie Dimon, the chairman of uh, J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan's going to kick off the bank reporting season. Uh, he's definitely continues to make a case, a negative uh, economic expansion and all that. So some of his comments are going to be on the most conservative that we'll hear. But when you look past that, this company is going to report probably around 280 to $3. Bank uh, earnings are always a little messy because they have uh, reserve releases, reserve additions. They have write-offs for different things. They have uh, other positive things. But if you look at J.P. Morgan, about half of the business is the traditional bank where you have net interest income, less your defaults, and that's your profit. And it looks to me like all of those things are pretty good for this company because you've got net interest margin expanding. Uh, I don't know about you, but look at, for me, I know what they're paying me on my deposits, <laughs> but I also know that they have variable rates on all of their commercial loans and many of their consumer loans. And that spread is getting up there pretty high and that's going to continue to expand their revenue and I think the profits on that side of the business. The other part is investment banking and wealth management, market support, that type of stuff. Very volatile. Um, it's half the business, but uh, basically been pretty depressed this year. They're not doing a lot of investment man banking, uh, wealth management's hurt by the stock market. All of those things um, probably are going to be near a bottom if they're not at a bottom. And you've got some real potential for the next year for that to accelerate. What about the language we heard from Jamie Dimon just this week, Tom, where he's waxing pretty negative on the economy? Uh, if his main insight into that is his own business, uh, is there a risk here for negative surprise? How much do you read into his macro commentary? Uh, what I expect, because we've seen this from him in the last few reports, is they'll beat the numbers uh, that people have in estimates, and then he'll try to be extremely conservative and negative on the outlook. And that's why I think you got to look through that, because he is talking about what will happen to that bank, well capitalized as it is, if there is really a severe recession in the United States next year, and he's already contending that there's a recession in Europe right now as we speak. But that's the science of a bottom. That's not what you talk about, obviously, when the market's at the top and you have no problems at all. He's reflecting the problems out there, and I think it's in the stock price. Okay. And you're expecting the uh, numbers on the revenue side to uh, get revised higher a little bit here uh, for the rest of the year. So looking uh, for them to justify the early rally. They were the first mover today in a down market. So uh, perhaps mm -hmm. some evidence there uh, to the bull case. Uh, Tom, let's talk another stock pick you got uh, as we head into the bell here. Uh, your shot's a little bit different than usual. I know you're down in Florida. I hope you weren't displaced by the hurricane and that you're working through things. Uh, but it's also got your mind turning about a company that uh, actually might stand to benefit from some of the fallout. 
Yeah, we were t uh, talking about Coat Park. Uh, I did get my house, uh, uh, had the surge on Sanibel. Uh, we also have an office on Sanibel Island. So I'm seeing firsthand the damage there. And I know that there's going to be an incredible amount of money spent to restore. But the other thing is I also see cars all over the place that were flooded. And it's illegal to sell cars that are flooded in the oh. United States. So they have to be salvaged. The largest company in the salvage industry with the most efficient computer system and technology to get you the parts that you need from uh, salvage cars is Copart. And uh, we like this company and we think that the biggest driver for them is inventory and they already have almost 300,000 cars in inventory and salvage. And, uh, just looking around, they're going to have a lot of inventory added to it. I've seen a couple of their trucks passing with cars on. Cars look great, but they were full of salt water, so they no longer can be titled to a new buyer. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Uh, can't sell a car damaged from flooding. Uh, so uh, it seems like uh, maybe the market's starting to think about that, too, uh, with the way uh, a Copart has not just been trading in the last uh, week or so, but it's also the second time I've heard somebody mention this as uh, potentially a benefit for the next quarter. Tom, thanks as always yeah. for the insight. Appreciate it. It's great to see you. Thanks, Oliver. All right. Good luck with the uh, home rehab as well. Tom Plum joining us from the Plum Balanced Fund. PLBBX is the ticker.